O'Hara, you came and you gave without taking. This is Nerd Rage, the Great Debates. That might be the worst intro I've ever done. Coming at you live from Comedio HQ, this is Nerd Rage, the Great Debates, the podcast that makes it a point to leave their youngest son at home on Christmas. On today's episode... We're talking the many roles of an underrated Hollywood darling, the Emmy-winning SAG-recognized Canadian comedic tour de force. That is Catherine O'Hara. Now, if this is your first episode, feel free to check out NerdRagePodcast.com for more. And if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon at K-O-M-E-D dot I-O to keep the show going. All right. We're talking Catherine O'Hara. I'm going to admit I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff, but I do know how respected she is in the business. So allow me to get learned today by our wonderful debaters. Our uh, first debater to my left uh, is the, a co-producer of the Mental Health Comedy Hour, and she's also Comedio's premier ass kicker. Give it up for Cristiano. Hell yeah, Christy. That's me. What's up? <laughs> uh, not much, buddy. How? Uh, what's up with you? Not much, <laughs> buddy. We're back here, though, talking about Catherine O'Hara. So, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, you know the what you're representing. What role of Catherine O'Hara's is is your bag? So, um, I only recently found out that she was the voice of Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Hmm. So, I'm gonna do that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, I only I only bring this up because again, you know, this is new to me. So, are you defending her role? Or the movie that she was in. I guess we can, I can ask everybody this, which makes it really hard to judge, but whatever. Um, what what did you want to do? First of all, she's like one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. So that goes without saying. Um, I'll also defend the movie as a strange adult hot topic kid. Mm -hmm. um, and the point of being a good actor is to disappear into a role sure. which she did for me as Sally because I had no fucking idea that was her uh -huh. so that's going to be part of it uh, <laughs> alright I'm going to I'm going to show my ass here a little bit I've not seen A Nightmare Before did Christmas before I saw the knockoff of it I'm sure I don't know what There's that would be I, I don't know what that would be but if there is I've seen it so I have you know so that being said who out of curiosity then who's the voice of Jack don't know <laughs> does anybody know who the voice of Jack no. is I think then, so uh, it was uh, yeah. Danny Elfman doing the singing voice oh I no kidding Danny Elfman is singing I didn't even know Danny Elfman sang Chris Sarandon uh, the uh, yes. Prince Humperdinck Look, oh. we, made, we made Will so mad. <laughs> jump in. What I love about this show is that for everything I don't know, and of course that's a lot, Will hits me with a steady gaze of fire and fury <laughs> that I can only attribute to a producer versus the voice of the show. It's like, I might be the talent, but he's the brains behind this whole thing, and he gets mad at me a lot. So, sorry, you're going to hate me because I know how much you like Catherine O'Hara. So, uh, I'm just going to go, what's that? Is that in Home Alone? Was that the fourth one? Uh, I don't know. So, sorry, Will. I'm actually going to move over just a little bit so without, uh, outside of striking range. Uh, but thank you very much, Christy. You were talking um, Catherine O'Hara's role as Sally in A Nightmare Before Christmas. We're going to move over to our next debater here, who is the second chair trombone for the Groovy Ghoulies. <laughs> the very funny, erudite, and well-researched Nick Leonard, everybody. Nick! Hey, what, everybody. What's going on, sir? Oh, not much. 
chilling. We were talking about. <laughs> I hope that's the thing for this episode. Thanks not for much, me. not much, buddy. Um, what are you writing a book or something? What? <laughs> Uh, we're talking Catherine O'Hara's roles. So, uh, which which one are we representing today? I'm picking her uh, her first uh, role in the in SCTV, which is actually a bunch of roles and impersonations, and uh, whereas a lot of performers and 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 she did a lot of greater things later on. I think there's just so much in her first little era with uh, the Second City Theater and mm-hmm. SCTV that I, there's enough of that to brag about. Who else was she on that. SCTV with? I mean, Eugene uh, Levy is a Eugene big Levy, one. John Candy. Mm-hmm. Um, she was uh, originally an understudy for uh, Gilda Radner. Oh, wow. Until okay. Gilda had to go to um, Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live, Live. Some show. They were, they were probably a future nerd. I don't even know if it's still on yeah. anymore. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then she kind of took over for Radner, who was also her uh, mentor and uh, coach. Well, see, this is what I like about that pick is that you've got such a wealth of things to choose from because odds are she was part of a ton of memorable sketches, none of which I've seen. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have. But I do know that SCTV is a big deal and that uh, she was on there with a ton of folks. So if she even pulled half of her weight there, she must have done some some great stuff. Um, Did you watch a lot of it growing up or did you watch it like as you got older? Um, well, I w- watched a lot of it growing up and I think like maybe 20 years ago, I found it on some station. Mm. Uh, I would love to see DVDs of it, but a lot of it is so memorable. Her characters really just stand out like, uh, her Joey Heatherton character, like, like I, have you know, I want to bear your children is really, just <laughs> really out there as a great characters as she continued to do for the record that needs to be my ringtone by the way <laughs> i want to bear your children it's, that's sammy maudlin i want to bear your children had to remember his name okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have you record that for me later but thank you very much nick we're talking uh Catherine o'hara's roles in sctv we're gonna move on ahead over to our third debater she's nerd rage's most passionate turtle conservationist <laughs> Oh, character growth. (laughs) Her redemption arc is nearly complete. Conservationist whose assortment of Home Alone-style traps are all (laughs) thirst-related. Wow. You you guys know that laugh. Give it up for Becca Henry. Becca. Oh, I feel like... I get the best introductions from you, but I'm not sure what that says about me. <laughs> it's all a reflection of you. I just, you know, it's either thirst or turtle related. I and, know, I you love know. it. Um, so, Becca, we're talking Catherine O'Hara here. Yeah, and is are. it O'Hara or O'Hara? Am I O'Hara? Catherine, I've always said O'Hara. Okay. Uh, let, well, I just don't want to show my ass even more here, but <laughs> Catherine O'Hara, what role are we talking today? I am going with the inimitable Cookie Fleck from Best in Show, the Christopher Guest just absolute dream comedy genius movie. My ignorance is showing again. That's the You've dog never seen movie, but right? Yes. Okay. Mark, how are you involved in this group? You haven't seen anything. Because Sometimes it makes my heart mad. You know what? What it is, I, I believe... Uh, I love you so much, but sometimes my heart is angry at you. I believe in, in storytelling terms, I am what you would call the audience surrogate, right? Oh. And so for those that don't know and who may feel self-conscious about knowing what we talk about, I am right there with you for a lot of this stuff. And you might think, well, Mark, you know, maybe not everybody watches Christopher Guest movies or whatever. I'm also the guy who doesn't know shit about Harry Potter or Legend of Zelda. So <laughs> That's, yes, it's not just the Christopher Guest reference. Exactly. <laughs> but you want to talk boy bands? 
And the fact that, what was it, earlier off mic, uh, Steven asked me about, like, what boy bands did you not like? And my answer was, what era? Because <laughs> there are a few things that I'm very researched uh, on, but uh, boy bands is one of them. But Catherine O'Hara, not so much. So uh, what was her character like, or who did she play in there? So she plays... Um She's part of a married couple that is showing a dog at this this Westminster Kennel-esque mm-hmm. dog show. Um, she's married to Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. um, and she is just a dream. She is a fucking comedic genius. Um, there is so much nuance to her performance in this movie, and like I, we used to, my family used to watch the like Westminster Kennel dog shows on like holidays when mm-hmm. they would. It was just, we, and we would all sit there and make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Like that was like honestly probably a big part of like my comedy like birth was like making fun of the ridiculous people at these dog shows, and so then to see her portraying all of those observations in this just incredibly comedic way mm-hmm. in that movie was she's phenomenal uh it's funny you mentioned the westminster dog kennel uh-huh. show. i watched that growing up because every year it preempted wrestling so <laughs> i didn't know that wrestling had moved that week because of the Westminster Dog Show, but it sounds it sounds like it, it would be hilarious. So I'm going to yes. take your word for it. Yes, we are hearing uh, about uh, Catherine O'Hara's role as what was it? Cookie Fleck. Cookie Fleck. Cookie Fleck. That's and what a name too. Yes, name. exactly. Oh, the name and she she as an actress lives up to the character's name. You hear that name as a character in a Christopher Guest movie and you're like, this is going to be a great fucking character. Mm-hmm. And it is. Absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Becca. And uh, last but not least, he's El Capitan of Comedio and the biggest Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift <laughs> apologist in Northern California. Yeah. Give it up uh, for somebody whose name is kind of up there with Cookie Fleck. It's Stephen Koo. Yay. <laughs> Stephen. Mm. What's up, buddy? Mm. <laughs> you're a nosy son of a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't uh, think that's any of your goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, keep him at bay. Well, excuse me, princess. Um, Steven, that's a that's a Legend of Zelda cartoon reference. For yeah, those that good don't reference know. for a thing you've never. Heard. I know. Why do I? I, know, I learned this from Osmosis. Steven, we're talking Catherine O'Hara here. Mm-hmm. What uh, what did we want to? Did you want to um, or, or plug? Yeah, you know, I think everyone here made some um, pretty severe mistakes in their selections. I'm going with the classic role, Kate. What? Kate. From Home Alone, from the Home Alone story. Hey, there we I didn't even know her yeah, yeah, name yeah. was Kate. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, well, first off, I don't blame you. You don't, you know, pay attention. To I don't know shit. Yeah, it's no Tokyo Drift, but Home Alone <laughs> is still a solid movie. And right, I right. I believe that Kate will be my champion mm-hmm. for this debate. Excellent. How many times would you say you've seen Home Alone? Every Christmas. Every Christmas. Is it really? And every time I get scared, I hear a weird noise outside. Like a Chris Jericho action figure (laughs) whose batteries are dying in your closet? Yes, that's a reference to something that happened right before we record this. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact (laughs) for all the listeners, this is Mark's first time trying coffee, apparently. Yeah, I'm fucked up right now, you guys. Mark's first time trying coffee, and y'all get to hear it. I'm just referencing shit that no one else knows about except for us off mic but you know yeah. <laughs> i'd like to think i kind of tie things back in well you were talking kate from from the home alone series i guess yeah. we'll call it uh, that. cinematic universe cinematic universe the the h-a-c-u yes as it were uh well thank you very much steven it's funny i'm looking up more of uh of Catherine o'hara's stuff here 
And according to this, she was absolutely amazing in a show that recently ended and got a lot of love. Uh, Will knows about this. He he turned me on to that show. It's called Skites Creek, and it's Creek. fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh Eugene Levy is in that as well. So you're definitely watching with the captions on and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you? Isn't that how this works? Yeah. But yes, check it out. Skites Creek. Right, Will? I'm looking right at you. There we go. All right, everybody. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's going to be uh, it hearing from everybody here. We're going to get into the debate right after the break. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. Have you ever enjoyed a palaver? Is it good to be the dog's dinner? Who is this Bob, and why is he your uncle? For the answers to all these questions, you'll have to listen to our podcast, Boo to a Goose, breaking down British and American expressions and idioms. We use them, define them, and explain their history, all in a short, digestible format. So go ahead and check out Boo to a Goose wherever you get your podcasts. Cheerio! That means goodbye. Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said, SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. We are back here on Nerd Rage, the great debates where we are talking the many roles of Catherine O'Hara. Uh, also, it has recently come to my attention that I mispronounced the name of that show uh, that I mentioned right before the break. According to our wonderful engineer and producer, Will Scoville, it is called Shits Creek. And I think that that's a bunch of bullskite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Hey, let's bring it over to Christy real quick. We're going to uh, have Christy debate in just a sec here. But uh, if you don't know how this works, we're uh, doing a Nerd Rage Rage Cage format where all four of our debaters are going to have two minutes to make their case, uh, after which we will then get into a rebuttal round where everybody will have one minute to either double down on what they've said or talk shit mercilessly about everybody else. You're also going to hear some sound effects. Uh, when a debate starts, you'll hear this. <laughs> With 10 seconds left, you'll hear this. And when they're done, you'll hear this. Christy, we are talking Catherine O'Hara as Sally from A Nightmare Before uh, Skitmus here. <laughs> and uh, we're going to hear from you. Two minutes on the clock. Skit, skit, skit. On three, two, one. Uh, I don't know why that's so funny. Um, <laughs> so imagine being a 10-year-old child. Going into the movie theater with your grandparents and watching Nightmare Before Christmas and being blown away by this amazing stop motion reframing of Christmas uh, and Halloween. Um, and it's a Disney movie. And then you grow up, you love it. All your friends love it. You get all the action figures with your brothers and sisters. And then Hot Topic, 
starts exploding with Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I think Blink-182 referenced uh, Jack and Sally in one of their sadder emo-y songs. And then as an adult, you're just cruising the interwebs and you stumble upon a YouTube video that says Catherine O'Hara singing Sally's song with an orchestra. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then you watch it and it was Catherine O'Hara the whole time. <laughs> Did you know that? It was, I was blown away. Uh, like she sang, she voiced. Like she is that haunting Franken girl from all of my whole life. Did you know that? Anyway, she did a great job. Um, I mean, like, there's, again, an actor. You disappear into the role, and she totally did. And, like, that's not just because of the animation, but it was, like, so different from everything that she had done. Um, and she sang, and she's really fucking good at it. And that's why Nightmare Before Christmas is Catherine O'Hara's greatest, I'll just say animated, um, acting achievement. That's her, guys. Why am I the only one who's surprised? I don't know. For an applause, you're my no. opponent. <laughs> Did you guys know this the whole time? Did no one know? No, it just didn't. didn't impress me. Oh. <laughs> well, also... Uh, Finish that thought. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I'm forgetting his name, but Pee Wee Herman is also a Nightmare Before Christmas. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens is also a Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. And he sings his parts, too. Excellent. Thank you very much. That was the most attitude I've that seen from wow. Christine so in a while. There was finger wagging and head shaking and everything. I just want to point out, just so I don't feel completely like out of the loop here. Uh, so Nightmare Before Christmas came out in 1993. Correct. And I just want to point out that I saw Frankenweenie in 2012. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> she's in that one too, apparently. I'm sure. She's in, she? according to the IMDb. Well, oh, wow. Oh, is she? I don't know. Yeah, I just. Yeah, she's Oh, I thought I was just making an, a completely unrelated joke to. No, you, I ended up being right. Hold in. That's how great. <laughs> you know, apparently. Is. All right. She's everywhere. You need your to be. point. Was she in Corpse Bride as well? Oh, no. Maybe. No. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. We should check. Let's just assume so for canon. <laughs> for <sure. laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's throw it over to Nick Leonard here talking Catherine O'Hara in her uh, various roles uh, in SCTV. We're going to hear from Nick here. Two minutes on the clock in three. Two and one. Yeah, I think SCTV like is really solid start and for her career. Um, she started off as a waitress at the Second City Theater, along with her brother and sister. And uh, oh, interesting! Catherine O'Hara has a congenital condition called Cetus Inversus, in which the organs of the chest and abdomen are arranged in a perfect mirror image reversal of the normal positioning. That happens to one in ten thousand people. Really? Yeah, serious. Usually, people with that have no, um, you know, bad effects from it. Just that's kind of odd. This motherfucker okay. highlighted that shit. It's <laughs> on that piece. So of I paper should went on that. Does. But meanwhile, <laughs> at SCTV, not only did she play dozens of characters, but she also got two Emmy nominations for her writing. So yeah, she did a lot of comedy writing on that, including the famous uh, some game show sketch that uh, is just considered one of the best. Look it up on YouTube. Get off your butt. And uh, yeah, it's a writer for that, and um, for the well, the queen of comedy at that time. And uh, I think I mentioned a lot of the highlights of it, but yeah, lots of impersonations. I, I liked her Karen Black, and I remember them, you know, however many years later. So Catherine O'Hara and SCTV rules. That was it. It was just the making of a whole comedy scene. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was the Batman Begins. 
of Catherine O'Hara's character. <laughs> yeah. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Don't know. I'm just going that. back to a movie that I do know. <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, Eugene Levy was was her Liam Neeson. Yep, she's still working with him, of course. Contestants like this. I, I, no, man, I'm trying to make yeah. this work for myself here. Because we're working with so many people, like uh, John Candy and all that, and... Uh, Let's see if I have any notes that are any more interesting. But you have no, like not five really. pages of notes. Won, uh, yeah, yeah, but I can't just read them. You know, Emmy Awards for writing on SCTV, SCTV Net 90, and um, the SCTV channel. And uh, that's it. She's the best. <laughs> Thank you very much, Nick. I want to make Will more mad at me. Hey, Will, I've only known Eugene Levy to be in two things. American Pie and this really bad point-and-click adventure game called Creature Crunch, where he played a what? floating brain in a jar, and he starred alongside Martin Short in the... in the Oh, boy. Martin Short is another SCTV... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on SCTV as well, along with Rick Moranis and... Joe Flaherty. Joe Flaherty, yeah. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say Bringing Down the House. <laughs> I don't know what Bringing Down the House is. Is that a... Is that a film? Yeah, it's got Steve Martin and Queen Latifah in it. And uh, Eugene Levy is playing the Eugene Levy part of that movie. <laughs> and of course, for those that don't know, the <laughs> Eugene Levy part is hilarious, right? He gets cornrows. He gets cornrows. I fucking got to watch this shit now. Eugene Levy with cornrows. All right. And yeah, just you know, another random fact, SCTV. The SC stands for, of course, Southern Canada. <laughs> Is that true, Will? Because that's what you said to me. Is that? I don't know. Let's throw it over to Becca here since we're... Mark, you're completely full of shit. I know. Uh, Becca, let's hear from you. Uh, We're talking about uh, Catherine O'Hara's role as Cookie Fleck. Again, wonderful name in the movie Best in Show. Let's hear from Becca. Two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. Okay, so um, I feel... That if you're going to look at the breadth of Catherine O'Hara's performances and try and pick the best one, you know, you have to consider a lot of things. And something that I think is really important to point out in this movie, Best in Show, which I think is her her greatest performance, is the star power that she's competing against in this movie. Like, you have some phenomenal performances in this movie, right? You've got Christopher Guest himself with his fucking bloodhound and the impersonations he does of it. And you've got, um, oh God, what are their names? The the guys that play the gay couple that with their, the, it's just, everybody in this movie is doing too much. Jennifer Coolidge yes. and the poodle with the flippers and her all her interviews and Jane Lynch. Like everybody in this movie wow. is doing the most and Catherine O'Hara still stands out far and away head and shoulders in her performance because she not only nails the personality affects of someone who's really really into their dog okay right okay but she also embodies like Catherine O'Hara doing that it so you get the best of all of the worlds here you get the Christopher Guest funny, but you get it through the lens of Catherine O'Hara, who is accurately portraying this just rich 
character and the fashion the hair dues in every scene the frosted lip gloss the chokers she nails that like late 90s early 2000s everything um she's magnificent and this movie i feel like is just genuinely one of the best showcases of not just her raw talent but her ability to give you exactly what you need okay question then for you here becca of the decades and decades and decades worth of satires of uh dog show movies that we've had is okay. <laughs> where does best in show rank? Pretty sure it's the only one. So number one's number one. I don't know why you got to fucking you know. It's obviously it number one. Best in show. Um, it is the best in show. Indeed. Um, it's true. Uh, and if you have, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't seen this movie, I'm 99 percent sure it's on Hulu right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you have to watch it. It's so, it's so fucking funny. What, it's so funny. Well, you dropped a bunch of names there that I'm shocked were all they're all in the Ed same. Ed Bagley Jr. is oh, in it. That's great. Um Parker Posey, Parker Posey Michael Hitchcock. Um, who's the uh, Bob Balaban? He uh, oh, yeah. I love he him. The, um, late, uh, yeah. Name. And like you mentioned Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. Were, are they all competitors in this dog? Yes. That's yes. fantastic. That sounds John Michael great. Higgins. That's what I was saying. John Michael Higgins and Michael McKean. If you don't know their names, you'll recognize them. Mm. They play this gay couple who are also competitors, and they it just oh my god, they're so funny. Shih Tzu, it's uh, it, and the kimonos and the kimonos. <laughs> it's so good. And it's they all, so so good. And they all share the screen at some point. Yes, or, that's I have. Yeah, okay. you have to watch. That's what I'm saying. All right, everybody. And even is... with all of that, mm-hmm. still my point stands. Catherine O'Hara is. The fucking funniest part of this goddamn movie. It's okay. I'm going to take your word for it. I will check that out. Just the names alone. This is Mark for real here talking. No bullskite. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to watch this yeah. tonight. Uh, let's throw it over to Steven. Steven Koo, we were talking Catherine O'Hara as the, of course, Kate, the mother from Home Alone. Uh, one could argue how good of a mom she actually was, but <laughs> hopefully that's what you end up doing. Steven, let's hear from you with two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. Um, I want to remind everyone what this debate is really about. We're talking about the best. We're talking about the peak. And what I'd like to point out is that during her time on SCTV, uh, Catherine O'Hara was 27, 26-ish. For Home Alone, my movie, she was 36. For Nightmare Before Christmas, 39. And then for Best in Show, uh, 46. Now, we're talking about the peak. Her at her best. And I can tell you from personal experience as of a over, man of over 10 years of competitive Taekwondo that her physical peak <laughs> for combat for, for combat is 36 because at 27, sure, you might be a little younger. You might be a little bit more fit. But at 27, 26, I know that I had more energy, but I wasn't as angry. 
as I am now. As I am right now, I could beat the crap out of 27-year-old Steven because he was angrier. And I think that out of these different ages, 36 is actually a prime age because around 39 is when your injuries start catching up to you. Around 46, you get just a little bit more cynical, and that cynicism actually sets in in your fighting style. Now, her weight is 119 pounds. Now, the flyweight division, sorry, <laughs> fin weight in Taekwondo cutoff is 120 pounds, and that's the weight class that I competed in. Now, as we saw in Home Alone, she sprinted through the airport when she only had a few <laughs> minutes to catch that plane. And her sprint there was very impressive. Now, I, in these other movies, sorry, but Sally in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is falling apart. Her body is just not uh, in a fighting condition. She's not ready to fight. Um, in Best in Show, uh, she's... Excuse you, she competes with an injured knee. Excuse you, excuse you. That's an injured knee. Uh, that's an injury that's going to hold you back in a fight. And uh, in a cage fight, she's not going to do well there. SCTV, again, young, inexperienced. You might have the fire, but you don't have the heart. What? Isn't fire and heart the same thing? Oh, my God. Well, See, this is how I know that you've never been... Uh, in a, a taekwondo. Taekwondo, <laughs> a competitive taekwondo fire. Catherine O'Hara, Home Alone, Kate would would beat them all in a fight. If we put them all in the cage right now. So did I misunderstand this debate? <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, the level of confidence, yes. Stephen. If I had to coach one of these in a fight, <laughs> the level Kate. of confidence with which you swing all your bullshit yes. is something that I aspire to. <laughs> clearly. Clearly, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And yet you walk in here like the Tasmanian devil with a little bit of direction as to where you're going can leave just a massacre of logic and and like good decision making in your wake. I just I'm super jealous. Sometimes of you. I set a fire because I just hope that they'll have to now put that fire. No, it's very clear. It's very clear, Stephen. Well, I'm at a loss for words. Let's throw it over to Christy here, uh, who has one minute to uh, make a rebuttal to everything that was said. Let's hear from her in three, two, and one. I mean, truly the worst part is that I do take all of your arguments on good faith, and I do have some responses for you later. Um, no, I'm going to do this now. Okay, so she <laughs> defeated Oogie Boogie in Nightmare Before Christmas with both her wit and sexuality. And she's a Frankenstein. She's not going to fight hand-to-hand combat. That's crazy. Like, why would you go for your obvious weakness? Right, Mark? Exactly. And I like Mark on coffee. He's a little punchy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun to watch. Um, uh, so Best in Show is the best Christopher Guest movie. And I've been yes. saying Geist my whole life. I don't know why, but I just wanted to oh, make it Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I'm right. definitely wrong most of the time. Um, but that's the thing is, like, you get Catherine O'Hara in all Christopher Geist movies. You get Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek. Uh, you get Catherine O'Hara in, in the, the Second Cities TV because it's you're going there for her and not... The, the the characters or the story or anything. But A Nightmare Before Christmas, you go for the weird, hot topic e Halloween Christmas story, and then surprise, Catherine O'Hara blows everyone out of the water. Yeah, you, and that's why it's the fucking best. You come for the hot topicness, you stay for the Catherine O'Hara. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Christy. That was 
you okay? Taking everything too seriously. Yes, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Yes. Oh, man. No, I, man, this coffee is hitting me. I've been spinning in this goddamn <laughs> chair, just staring at all the It's just like a lights. light hum. Yeah, dude, I'm me. vibrating at a frequency that I'm <laughs> not word. used to. Nick, let's hear from you. Uh, talking Catherine O'Hara and her various roles on SCTV in three, two, and one. <laughs> Well, like I say, you see the, the seeds of all the stuff that she was coming up with, you know, later on, the writing, the acting. Um, what about the combat skill? Combat <laughs> skill, well, um, I'm sure I could probably find some, but she had to hold her own in a male-run industry, mm. blah, blah. Ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I just, just want to remind you that, that she was writing, she was a... Uh, Act, acting, she was uh, doing it all. And uh, as far as combat skills, she's got about 20 different personalities to hit you with, uh, <laughs> flipping back and forth like a yeah. Capcom nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all over it. If Joey Falana doesn't get you, Karen Blackwell. And, mm. and I think it's just a monumental achievement, although she's done a lot, you know, like Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas, great. And at Home Alone, her role is so uh, perfect that Macaulay Culkin still calls her mom. Oh, that's Whenever sweet. They eat her. Yeah, isn't that sweet? And Best in Show is awesome. And, no, but I'm more awesome. Everything I just said, I'm more that. I'm more that. Oh, man. That's what I like to say. Nick Leonard giveth and Nick Leonard taketh away. Thank you very much, Nick. Let's throw it over to Becca, who's talking uh, her role as Cookie Fleck in Best in Show. We're talking Catherine O'Hara in three, two, and one. If we're talking best Catherine O'Hara performance, which we are, um, I I give it to you, Christy, on the artistic spectrum. Like that role is particularly phenomenal as Sally because you don't know it's her. And you're right. You go in there not expecting anything and then you get a powerhouse like Catherine O'Hara. And that's exciting. However, it's not her best role because it isn't the full showcase of what she can do. It's only part of it. Um, SCTV was her start that built the foundation for her mm-hmm. home alone again was just a small window into what she's capable of um and and you know what i truly believe Catherine o'hara is capable of combat i believe that okay and as someone who also trained in taekwondo for many years yeah. i can tell you that the home alone Catherine o'hara would still be beat to shit mm-hmm. by the best in show Catherine o'hara because a woman in her fucking 40s, who's just been navigating a world run by men, constant harassment, on-set shenanigans, a child who couldn't fucking listen, and now she's got a dog to protect, a dog that has the chance of winning this competition, she's going to rip limbs off of everyone. She's going to rip their limbs off. And then I would also like to point out that in this movie... She ends up competing at the very end and wins even with an, a knee injury. And that's also, I think, one of the funniest scenes in the movie because she hurts her knee and then she's like walking the dot and it's just she's like limping in circles. And it's just it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. She takes an injury and then she surpasses it and still wins uh, and creates just absolute comedic manslaughter with it it's not even genius anymore i haven't seen this movie in such a long time and i'm still laughing actively thinking about that scene and if that isn't a win then fuck all of you nice thank you very much becca let's throw it over to steven 
Representing yeah. Catherine O'Hara and her Taekwondo skills. <laughs> Let's hear from her. I coached. I know it will work. That's Jesus Christ. Uh, three, two, one. Let's go to what would let's get into the meat of this debate. What people are really listening to this podcast for. Let's get into the personal attacks. Uh, uh, Becca earlier admitted at the beginning of this episode that she used to watch dogs on TV and make fun of them. She makes fun of dogs, and dogs are just trying their damn best. Everyone to be makes loved. Fun of dogs. They're just they're just they're, they're just trying to, they're just trying their best, and you're just cackling and making fun of them, and bringing them down. That's bullying. <laughs> She's bullying dog dogs. Dog shaming. Dog shaming. Bullying dogs. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. Uh, Nick, don't 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 look away like you don't want to come, like you're not gonna get some hot eye contact from me right here. Right. <laughs> Nick, you're, you brought in all these notes and you couldn't finish two minutes in your opening argument. I think you were not as prepared as you thought you could be, and I think that you didn't portray. You mentioned all these skits, but like I didn't get a clear character of Catherine O'Hara here. Uh, you got to pick a lane and stick to it, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Christy, you didn't even know that she was in this movie, and that was your core argument, was that you didn't really know that she was there, and I think that's a disservice to her. What? Uh, Childlike amazement, Steven? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, personal attacks are not acceptable in this debate. I'm not a I don't, fan. I'm not, not a fan, a fan of, of that. Can we disqualify Christy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my argument. Also, yeah, uh, Taekwondo coach, I still think that Kate has the best shot. What do you what do you think is her kick of choice? What do you think is her her money maker in terms of her arsenal of kicks? Uh, we, we have a move in Taekwondo called the fast kick, and <laughs> as, as I've said, it would be uh, kind of an accelerated roundhouse kick. And I do believe, based on her sprinting abilities, yeah. that she would be best qualified for that. And it's a difficult move to counter. So Excellent. I think if you can pull it off, and you're a good sprinter, which she clearly demonstrated in Home Alone one yeah. and two. <laughs> I think she's got potential. It's called the McAllister special. Yeah. <laughs> And this isn't Karate Kid where you have an injured knee and that makes you better somehow. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you very much, Steven. Well, um, we are going to throw it over to somebody who is still seething while sitting next to me. And that is, of course, our wonderful producer slash engineer, Will Scoville, who is going to weigh in as some sort of Catherine O'Hara gatekeeper. <laughs> He's going to let us know his analysis and who won. Go ahead, Will. Uh, you know... There's a lot of good arguments here, uh, a lot of good <laughs> characters. Uh, I was kind of sad that uh, that uh, Delia Dietz was not uh, selected here, who was my favorite, mm. Catherine mm. O'Hara. Uh, it was but, a close call. Yeah, but um, bearing that, uh, I think that how can I give any Catherine O'Hara a losing grade? So mm-hmm. I think the winner of this is Catherine O'Hara. The loser is, of course, Tiramari. <laughs> But who would win in a fight? <laughs> oh, Catherine O'Hara, clearly. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Jeez. <laughs> well, all right, everybody, you heard it here first. The winner, of course, is the ever-wonderful Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Dear Mari, you are the lehuzaher, to quote <laughs> Catherine O'Hara from The Mask. Or was that, no, that she that was Jim Carrey from uh, Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But uh, see, I know movies, some of them. Actually, no, I didn't. I clearly fucked up the references there. Regardless, because <laughs> Catherine O'Hara is not here to accept her uh, award as the winner of today's debate. Instead, in her stead, we're going to go ahead and give it to Christy Ono. Christy, what do you want to plug? No, no, no. I'm just saying now you can oh. plug. What do you want to plug? <laughs> I was, okay, fine. Um, follow me on all social medias, I guess, which is Rabid Pixie. Um, 
Yeah, I I mean I love Christopher Guest movies. In a Mighty Wind, she bums me out. I'll just say that Catherine O'Hara in a Mighty Wind. Yeah, not as good. Not a strong one. No. Mm. Uh, Nick, what do you want to say or plug before we get out of here? Um, I uh, um, I'll be appearing in this apartment till the food runs out. At which point <laughs> I'll be uh, at various locations around Berkeley. <laughs> nice, Becca. Um. Follow me on Instagram at bhenry, B-E-E-H-E-N-R-Y. Sometimes I do things, but all the time, mm-hmm. I need attention. Hey. <laughs> it's my new catchphrase. Totally, <laughs> totally fine. And uh, Steven? Uh, I'm on Twitter at T-H-E-S-U-P-E-R-K-U. I think I'm on like Instagram maybe with that name too. Who knows? You can also check him out at McAllister Taekwondo School <laughs> Yeah, here in Berkeley, California. I got a good feeling about it. Great. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, for us here, you can check us out at NerdRage TGD on all the socials, also at NerdRagePodcast.com. Uh, so check us out if you haven't already. We're also on all the, all your favorite podcatchers and whatnot. Um, and also our uh, Patreon at K-O-M-E-D dot I-O. So now that I'm finally coming back down to earth, that coffee is wearing off. Oh, uh, hit you hard. On behalf of uh, myself, our wonderful engineer and producer, Will Scoville, and everybody that you heard today as well, as Catherine O'Hara, that's going to be it from us here on Nerd Rage, The Great Debates. 